Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction. Please check out the uh, previous podcast on the Apple platform as well as his website at robertgrudolph.org. And today we're going to be talking about the dawning of a new day coming from the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 1 through 7. I want to let you know this is going to be a two-part series, so you want to tune in uh, next week as well. This is going to be part one today, dawning of a new day. Bishop, how are you doing today? I am doing fine, sir. How are you doing today? I'm doing just wonderful. It's just a little cold here in Tallahassee right now. Got a little cold front came through. But other than that, everything is well and well with my soul. Well, good, good. I am glad that uh, there are some people on listening to us and watching us, depending upon what format they use. And so I want to thank everybody for being on the call and and, uh, uh, on this particular podcast, rather. And I'm going to have a word of prayer and go right into it, Mr. Speaker. Is that all right? Yes, sir. Go right ahead, Bishop. All right. Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for the opportunity that you have given to us to minister a word to your people. Now, God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. Well, everybody, I am excited about what God is doing, not only in my life, but in the life of so many other people. And so today, I want you to go with me to the book of Isaiah, the ninth chapter, and uh, in this part one of the dawning of a new day, part one deals with Isaiah 9, verses 1 through 3, Isaiah 9, verses 1 through 3. And let me read uh, Isaiah 9, verse 1. This is what it says. Nevertheless, the dimness shall not be such as was in her vexation, when at the first he lightly afflicted the land of Zebulun and the land of Neptali, and afterward did more grievously afflict her by the way of the sea beyond Jordan in Galilee of the nations. Verse 2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shine. And verse 3, thou hast multiplied the nation and not increased the joy. They joy before thee according to the joy in the harvest as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Well, brothers and sisters, I want to talk to you today about the dawning of a new day, the dawning of a new day. And the Bible tells us that this was a message of hope to the children of Israel. But it also stands as a message of hope to us today, because you and I all know uh, that there is darkness in our world. Whenever people say right is wrong and wrong is right, there's darkness in our world. And so today, let me give you the points of hope, if if I could use that term on today. Here are some points of hope as it relates to the dawning of a new day. The first point I want to bring to you is toward those people who are distressed. The Bible tells us that the dawn of a new day will affect and it will bring relief to those people who are 
distressed. Now, if you look at this particular passage of scripture in verse one, you'll find out that the Bible tells us that someone had been grievously afflicted. Uh, the, the Bible says that by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan and in the Galilee of the nations. In other words, in this particular area where they were, there was a great deal of distress. And I want you to realize today, brothers and sisters, that in our country, in our world, there's a lot of distress. I mean, distress upon top of distress over and over again. But the Bible tells us that in the dawning of this new day, there will be a time when there will when there will be people who are distressed, but they will receive relief. In other words, everybody who has been burdened, everybody who has been torn down, everybody who has been pushed down, they will receive relief. That's my first point to you, that in the dawning of a new day, those people who have been distressed, they will receive relief. A burden, they will have burdens to be lifted. The second point comes from verse two, uh, which says that joy is going to come, but before it comes, things are going to happen. So, my next point uh, to you, according to verse two, is that in this uh, dawning of a new day, it will bring honor to those people who have been humbled. It will bring honor to those people who have been humbled. The Bible tells us that these individuals had dwelled in the land of the shadow of death, and the light shined upon them at one time, but they were humbled because of what had happened. If you are humble before the Lord, if you stand before God in the way that you're supposed to stand, God has a way of elevating you in the midst of what you're going through. And this is what the word was for the people, the children of Israel, that God is going to honor them who have humbled themselves. I know it's hard to do to keep your mouth uh, when other people are talking. I know it's very difficult to do to stand still and just to be quiet when other people are accusing you of things. But the Bible tells us that if you humble yourself, God eventually will honor you. So again, for those people who have been distressed, God will provide you relief. And then for those individuals who have been humbled over the years, it's time now for you to be honored. Mr. Speaker, those are my first two points. And before I go to point number three, what do you think? Tell me, what do you think about those first two points that we just brought out to the people? Oh, I, I love it. As we're talking about the dawning of a new day, I always hear the term, it's always darkest before the dawn. And, you know, some things are going on here, but they're going to get relief. One, because they remain humbled. And if you've been stressed or you stressed out, the word is here to tell you, just hold on. The relief is going to come. It's going to come. And so all you have to do is hold on and don't quit. And I truly, truly believe that because scripture says, if you, you know, he who humbles himself will be exalted. Just got to stay the course um, during tough times, Bishop. There you go. Stay the course. Keep the faith. We say it time and time again. Keep the faith. Whatever you're going through, God will deliver. So again, just in uh, summary, God is going to bring relief to those people who are distressed uh, among the children of Israel as it relates to our scripture in Isaiah 9 verses verse 1 and then God is going to honor those individuals 
who have been humbled for whatever reason, according to verse 2 of Isaiah 9, uh, verse 2. Now, let's uh, wrap this thing up here, Mr. Speaker. According to verse 3, this is a powerful verse, and I'm going to read it again to the people. Thou has multiplied the nation and not increased the joy. They joy before thee according to the joy in harvest, and as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. So my third point to everyone today is that in the midst of your circumstances, in the midst of what you have gone through and what you are dealing with right now, there is joy in this dawning of a new day. There will be joy in the midst of your struggles, in the midst of your persecution, in the midst of what you have experienced, you will have joy. We've said it time and time again, weeping may endure for a night, but joy truly comes in the morning. Brothers and sisters, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what other people have told you. You will receive joy. The reason why is because God promised that he would provide joy for those people who have been crying, for those people who have been saddened, for those individuals who have been distressed, for those people who have been humbled. God will provide joy, and it will be the type of joy that you will receive just as if you're getting your harvest. You know how a farmer farms uh, for many weeks, for many months, and all of a sudden, there comes harvest time. Well, brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you that you are going to begin to reap what you have sowed. That is so important for us to understand today. We've done a lot of work in the past few months, in the past few years. But just like God said, be ye not deceived, according to Galatians 6 and 7, be ye not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Brothers and sisters, it's morning time. Brothers and sisters, it is harvest time, and it's time for us to receive uh, a dividend. It's time for us to receive just a little bit of what we have put into the ground. This is a powerful, powerful scripture, and the Bible says this is what will happen when we receive a new day, and it's dawning in our country, it's dawning in our world, it's dawning in our spiritual life right this moment. Amen. As you were saying that and talking about the harvest, all I could think about was payday. When they get ready to uh, harvest, they're taking stuff to the market. And I hear the old folks saying, payday coming after a while. <laughs> That's, <Yeah. laughs> That's it. I, uh, it, it's coming. And if you just hold on to it, and these are the promises of God. And when I think about it, even in my own life, in the midst of troubles and situations, what I find myself doing is going ahead and praising God and praising him in advance, understanding and realizing that he inhabits those praises. And we always say when the praises go up, the blessings come down. So just learning to praise him. And when you praise him, you you have that joy and then your whole outlook changes and then the blessings will come. I have truly enjoyed this today, Bishop. Well, I am glad that people are listening, people are watching, and I ask that they will continue to do so because we want to provide 
an opportunity for them to receive the word of God. The Bible says that the word of God is quick and powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And so on today, we are providing God's word. Everything else will fade away, but God's word will stand. And I'm so happy that they were able to join us on this day. Praise God. And I'm looking forward to part two of the dawning of a new day on next week. With that being said, Bishop, please just close us out in prayer. Thank you, God, for the opportunity to share with our listeners the beginnings of the dawning of a new day. Thank you, Lord, for the hope that you have given to all of your people. Now, God, I ask that you would touch us as we go on from this point to another point. Lord, be with us in our everyday lives, and God, help our people to understand that regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what's happening in your life, all they have to do is keep the faith, keep the faith. And God, these blessings we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And I want to thank God for all the listeners. Just remember, please check out the podcast on the Apple platform as well as the Bishop's website at robertgrudolph.org. Remember, you've been listening to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, always keeping you focused in the right direction.